There's something about going to a really great restaurant. The journey there, the ambiance, of course, the food, and your guest at the table. You settle in together, maybe with a martini or a glass of wine, and suddenly it's just, it's more intimate. You start having these really wonderful conversations over some delicious kimchi fried rice, and I don't know, the next thing you know, you're opening up about meeting your husband in a gym locker room. I swear to God, we were clothed. Hey, it's me, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. On my podcast, Dinner's On Me, I do just that every Tuesday with some of my favorite big-name friends, like my Modern Family castmates, Julie Bowen and Sarah Hyland. And then there's Fred Armisen, Kristen Bell, Tracy Ellis Ross, Jim Parsons, and so many more. Each week, I have a candid conversation with a new guest in a new restaurant. And let me tell you, they're really worth a listen. And you don't have to take my word for it. At least one person with misophonia has given this podcast a five out of five star rating on Apple Podcasts. Oh, God bless them. Another reviewer said the show is, quote, candid, deep, authentic, funny, and just real. I mean, come on, how can you say no to that? So just for you, I've got a clip from one of my favorite episodes with the Big Bang Theory star and longtime friend, Jim Parsons. We used to be neighbors in Los Angeles. Um, Over some gorgeous lasagna at Don Angie's in New York City's West Village, we discussed being openly gay in Hollywood, why Spoiler Alert is such a special film, and how he channeled his own experiences with grief for that role. I do think it's interesting that after, you know, after Big Bang mm-hmm. and after you, you, um, were you doing the normal heart when you did, were still doing Big Bang, the mm-hmm. play? Mm-hmm. So that was when you sort of came out publicly, you know, obviously you'd been out to your friends and family and yeah. loved ones. And basically I think many, many people knew, but that was the first time in the publication that you yeah. said something and you're know, just looking at what you've done before you've had. And I could be wrong, but it seems like mostly it's it's been you've been playing these really very intricate, very um, uh, layered gay men, and you do it so brilliantly. Uh, do you do you think that there will be an opportunity? And I'm asking this for mm-hmm. myself too because I want mm-hmm. it. Like, will we have opportunity? Do you think to play people who aren't known to be gay? Or yeah. do you have an uphill battle? Well. It does bring up another side of the whole thing, which is that the one thing I've realized is that I found playing them deeply interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And partly they were characters that were just interesting, but part of it was that I did bring something to them from my own life that that I was able to... I don't know. I don't want to say it was therapy, but that it was. I was able to, I don't know, work some things through or work with some things that were that were part of me. And I guess what I'm saying with that is that I at some level the interest I had in wanting to be able to play no matter what part, whatever their sexuality, isn't as deep and as great as it was for me a decade ago. When you were talking about kind of like working through, you know, what's going on with you through these characters mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um okay, so I'm going to be really honest with you. Mm-hmm. I took a very long time to watch Spoiler Alert. Okay. For reasons I'll explain. I mean, I read Michael's, mm-hmm. Osiello's, um memoir, mm-hmm. and it destroyed me. Yeah. Absolutely destroyed me. And I was so happy to know that you were doing that adaptation 
And I just was like, I don't know if I can watch it. I don't know if I can watch it. I don't know if I can see that again. I don't know if I can see my friend go through that. And it won't be the same as the book. No. You know. Do you need to clean up more cheese? I am just up a little bit. It's just, it's, you know, I I watched it a month ago knowing that I was probably, I didn't, you weren't even confirmed to do this at at that time. But I was like, I got to watch this movie. I I should see what he does as an actor. (laughs) I've never seen him work before. (laughs) Who is he? (laughs) He's very good. Oh, Jim, it's, first of all, it's, it's a beautiful film and your performance is, is stunning in it. It's it's a portrait of just a life lost too soon mm-hmm. and a life lost that you, 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 you are, it feels like a relationship being ripped out of someone's fingers. Yeah. Them wanting to hold on so badly and just like not being able to do anything about yeah. it. And it's just, it's a beautifully told story and it's a beautiful film. But the, the the movie adaptation, which is on uh, Peacock right now, you can stream it on Peacock. It's just, it's so beautifully done. And what I kept thinking about as I was watching you do this was uh, you are someone who has experienced grief. You lost your father, Mickey, mm-hmm. very suddenly mm-hmm. in, a, in a tragic accident. And then, like, I, obviously that, that did, you know, you worked through that. But I also think so much about, and I only know this because I did know you at this mm-hmm. point, was, you know, when you lost your dog, Otis. Yeah. I remember being over at your house uh, when we lived next to one another and I brought my little dog Leaf over and Otis and Rufus and Leaf yeah. would all play. And, and I remember you saying, like, when this dog dies, just bury me with him. Did I? Yes. Yeah. And Justin and I were like, oh, my God, we feel the same way about, yeah. about Leaf. And I know how devastating it was when, when he finally did pass. Yeah. And that is something that is a different type of grief that didn't yes. just come out of nowhere. No. It was something that you saw slowly happen yeah um and it affected you in a i'm sure very profound way as i was watching you it's also one of the reasons i was like kind of hesitant to watch this film is like just watching you kind of filter through that grief on 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 camera it was just so i guess i i mean talk to me a little bit about like what it was to bring that story well it was one of the most wonderful intense experiences I ever had. For one thing, we also produced it, and we had we had optioned the material from uh, Michael very early on, and so we were involved in it from before anything happened to during production to post-production. I mean, it was just constant, and so it really became a big part of our lives. So as a project in general, it was very meaningful and in a good way overwhelming for us. I mean, I don't know what word to use other than it felt like such a privilege and an honor to be able to go, like you say, filter those things through myself in their own subconscious way, marry them with my own things that I had gone through, you know, none of them can be compared, my father Mm -hmm. to Michael's husband to the dog. I mean, they're all just completely different situations. And, And I think that's one of the most interesting, fascinating things to me about death and mortality in general is how reaction to death is, for me at least, has been so dictated to the specificity of the relationship that you're talking about. Mm. The death of my father was, of course, fathoms deep and, and, and complicated because it's a father-son relationship, and in this case, a, a gay son. Not that that was an issue between it, not that I, he, I never told him, but that was there. Whereas the dog is the most simple you know, it's just love, basically. And as such, I cried gallons more tears when the dog died. Mm. It was just so easy to access. It was just, I didn't get access, it was just happening. 
Whereas the there was so many implications with the situation with my father. Do, you know, does this am I stalling my career? Do I need to stay home? Mm-hmm. My, my mother and just there was just so many complications with it. And never mind all the emotional things. Um, and then to lose, you know, oh, it's hard to even say out loud, isn't it? But to lose your romantic partner, your life partner, mm-hmm. as Michael and Kit went through. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's just yeah. a completely different thing altogether. So I don't know. I don't know that I'm answering your question so much as to say I I either innately or because of my own experiences find the topic extremely interesting. All right, I hope you enjoy. And I hope you'll also join us every Tuesday for a new episode of Dinners on Me. And if you're feeling extra fancy, you can subscribe to Dinners on Me Plus. As a subscriber, you not only get access to new episodes one week early, you'll also get to listen completely ad-free. Just click Try Free at the top of the Dinners on Me show page on Apple Podcasts to start your free trial today. All right. Bye now.